Hello friends, this is Evangelist Mike McCurry, the host of this Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast, and I have a confession to make. You see, good intentions, some of the time, most of the time, all of the time, are not enough. Here's what I mean. I had every intention of only doing one week of question and answers about me and our ministry. You see, last week, we spent the lion's share of the time answering your burning questions. And you folks came through, asked some great questions. I had questions from an 8-year-old in Colorado, a 60-year-old in Arizona, a 77-year-old here in Illinois. We ran the gamut of all kinds of things. But you folks have absolutely overwhelmed me in a good way with not only your apparent and obvious concern for our ministry, but your great questions. And so we are going to dive back into some of your questions on the broadcast this week. I don't know how many days of this week we will use for this uh, purpose, but I'm excited to continue to interact with you like this. Giving this a little flavor of a listener-driven broadcast, it means a lot to me because you folks mean a lot to me. fact that you would tune your dial or you would open up a podcast player or you would go to the myriad of networks, the online presences that that they have, and you would listen to the Bible Trek Echo broadcast right here and right now. I greatly appreciate that. And I can speak for our entire team here at Bible Tracks Incorporated when I say we couldn't do it without you. It would be kind of lonely to sit behind this microphone and talk out into the ether and know that no one's listening. But we have so many people, day after day, week after week. I go to churches across the country, and people tell me, I heard you on the radio this morning. I was listening last week. You're part of my daily routine. That warms my heart. That encourages me. That certainly keeps me going. But can I tell you, friend, it is a blessing. And so I'll ask you, if you would, to consider sticking around for this broadcast. In just a moment, we are going to get to some of your questions. I'm excited to take some time to answer some more of your questions. If you have a question and it it has not been answered yet, here's how you can get in contact with me. Here's what you do. Text me, 309-316-7240. Got dozens and dozens of texts. I'm going to do my best to get through all of them. If I don't get through all of them now, let me just give you a little warning. If I don't get through all of them now, we won't do a third week of question and answers, but we might in the future uh, months or weeks. We'll do another one if we need to, but you folks have been so kind. Let's jump into these in just one moment. Before we do, let me tell you probably for the last time for at least a couple of months about a gospel track called He Is Not Here. We are just a few scant weeks away from Resurrection Sunday, the day that we call Easter, when we celebrate our risen Savior. And our gospel track called He Is Not Here, I've mentioned it once a week for the past couple of weeks, it's probably our best Easter-centric track. Here's how you can get it for free. Visit BibleTracksInc.org. The web address again is BibleTracksInc.org and just search for He Is Not Here. We have like 40 or 50 different titles, but if the one you're looking for is a specific Easter track, then find He Is Not Here on BibleTracksInc.org. We'd love for you to get that 
today. Order today. We'll do our best to get it in the mail ASAP so you can get it and use it before Resurrection Sunday. Of course, let me put this disclaimer out there. This gospel track, he is not here. It works throughout the year. So don't think that you have to put them on a shelf and wait till uh, next March or April or May to be able to give them out. And so find our website, BibleTracksInc.org. Order that gospel track today. Now, let's jump into some of your questions. Let's see. I'm going to start with one from a man named Alan. He's based out of Bloomington, Illinois, very close to where our ministry is. And so he's a hometown friend and partner of our ministry. So Alan, we will give you the rights to take the lid off this week of question and answers. I'm going to answer your question first. Here goes. Here is what Alan said in response to my question, asking for their questions, your questions. Here's what he said. Being in the ministry myself, I get to watch God surprise me often in providing for a need or a vision that he has laid on my heart. Would you mind picking the one you've experienced since your arrival and how God used it to further encourage you to move deeper into his work at Bible Tracks Incorporated? That's a phenomenal question. What blessing of God or what moving of God in answer to a prayer do I recall? Well, here's an issue of mine. I often have, uh, you can call it short-term memory loss. And so I'm always focused on what is going on right now. And so I could probably spend at least a few minutes or an hour recounting all of the blessings that God has given us here at BTI over the past 12 or 13 months under my leadership. But I'm going to have to go with the most recent one. Let me share it with you right now. You see, towards the end of last year, we had a calling for, we had a leading towards an opportunity to put millions of gospel tracks in the country of Pakistan. Some of you have heard me talk about this in the past. Our good friend, Shahed Kaleem, who you have heard probably on this broadcast last year, he's done a phenomenal job in that country. He's a native of Pakistan, and the distribution network we have there is incredibly strong. They could put out millions more gospel tracks than we normally send them. I think in the past, the most tracks we've ever printed in Pakistan was somewhere around three, four, maybe four and a half million. But they could put out even more than that. And our desire, our heart's desire, really our burning thought is what could we do to give them even more tracks than they could use in one year? And so out of that came this desire to print 10 million gospel tracts and to send them to Shahid Kaleem and our Christian friends there in Pakistan. Now understand, we're talking about trebling or at least doubling the total amount of tracts we've ever put out there. Realize as well that last year was a little bit of a down year as far as total tracts. I say only, we only put out a little over 6 million gospel tracts the entirety of last year. Now, that's nothing to, to sniff at. That's nothing to be down about. We are excited about what God did allow us to do. But we're talking about doing everything we normally do and putting out an additional 10 million tracts in Pakistan. It seemed far-fetched. It seemed not impossible, but seemed definitely difficult. Well, God laid it on our heart. We put the challenge out in our latest newsletter. We'll actually talk about our next newsletter probably in the coming week or so. But we put that challenge out and people responded. 
I mentioned it at churches that I was at representing BTI, and this church gave $500, and this church gave another $1,000, and this church gave $250, and I had people put uh, palm press me and, and give me a 20 and say, this is for Pakistan printing, and so we'd put it in a special envelope and make sure when Brother Todd was processing the mail and things and, and depositing in the bank, here's an extra 20, and the Lord's people just stood up, and it was going well. It was coming in, but understand that the shipping alone to get 10 million gospel tracts, a large container, a shipping container, would cost between five dollars and $8,000. Likely for that distance, we're just planning on it costing $8,000. That's the shipping alone. And then we have all the printing costs on top of that. And so we prayed about it. We thought about it. We, we talked about it. Austin and I, how can we do this? How can we do this? That's a bad question, isn't it? How can God do it? And that's what he did. He showed up. We had a gentleman contact us. I won't give you his name because I know he appreciates not only his privacy, but he doesn't want any sort of adulation or congratulations for doing this. Of course, understand that many people gave, and some of you probably gave as well. But he called in and said, how much do you need to finish up that project? The Lord's been good to me this year with some financial endeavors that I've done. And how much do you need to finish that project? And we did the math and things, and not that we were unprepared for that question, but that's not a normal question that you get every day. And so we did ran some numbers and things, and the gentleman said, well, I'd like to go ahead and clear that up then. I'd like to go ahead and take care of that printing project, 10 million gospel tracts for Pakistan. And when you add up what that gentleman gave, along with everything else that a bunch of other people came together and sacrificially gave for, I recall one lady, it's amazing to see the thousands of dollars given, but there is a young lady uh, came up to my table at a church that I was at here in Northern Illinois, and she handed me about eight quarters, $2, and said, I'd like to donate this. Friend, I can't tell you how much it means to me to see people from all walks of life, from churches across America and the world, people just sacrificially giving. It's not equal gifts, it's equal sacrifice. And so I'll segue this into the next question here in just a moment. But can I tell you, friend, right now, as of late, that is the thing that encourages me the most. And Alan, I want to thank you for that excellent question. But to see what God can do, putting 10 million gospel tracts into Pakistan, my next question is, what else does God want me to do? Understand that this was supposed to be our year-long goal. Here we sit barely a quarter into the year, and God's already done that. What that tells me is, there's much more to be done. We are not going to rest on our laurels. We are not going to just uh, forget about everything else upcoming. We just have more work to do. And so I'm excited about that. Let me answer this next question. It's a segue based off of those 10 million gospel tracts into Pakistan. How is it possible to pass out 10 million tracts in Pakistan? Don't Muslims hate Christians? That's a great question. We're going to talk about that here for the next two minutes of this broadcast. In short, here's a very interesting factoid. Not only do we have a massive distribution network of a bunch of churches and Christians that want to pass out our tracks, and also, can I say this a little bit self-convictingly, I sometimes pat myself on the back when I give out a couple gospel tracks or I go out door to door and tell people about the Lord and I'll do it for an hour or two and my feet start to hurt and I think, man, I've done something, right? Do you understand, friend? 
that over in a country like Pakistan, the amount of work that these great people put in, they'll work from sunup until sundown for the gospel's sake, and they won't complain, and they're ready to do it again the next day. That's the first part of the question, or answer, I should say. The next part is this. It is actually, in under Muslim law, or at least Pakistani law, it is against the law to throw away a pamphlet or a book or something, a piece of paper that has scripture written on it. Now you say, hold on, I thought Muslims hold to the Quran, and you are correct, but they also hold to what we call the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, also the Angel, the New Testament. They also consider Psalms part of their books as well, their holy books. And so, because we of course include parts of the Bible that even they would recognize in our gospel tracts, they are in a position to where they are handed a gospel tract. Each of these 10 million gospel tracts that are given to a Muslim person, they will not be thrown away. And so we're not going to see after a big festival and a big uh, outreach effort, we're not going to see the ground littered with gospel tracts. Each of them will very likely be read. And we're so excited about that. So pray about what God is doing there. I'm going to have to wrap up the broadcast today. We only got to two of your questions. So we're going to have to continue on tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow as we answer more of your questions right here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Have a great day for his glory. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.